Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now listen, they want me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. To say hello, welcome to the James Well Best Bits of Tonight's show. Wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen, see what you think. Dr. Ben Spencer, Tory MP for Runnymede and Weybridge. I used to shoot my bow and arrow in Weybridge, um, or the and uh, Weybridge NHS mental. Health worker and DWP Select Committee member. God, are you doing all that stuff, Ben? You must be worn out. Hey, good evening, uh, James and Ash. Um, well, yes, I mean, so um, I'm about to, to gear up to um, going back to work in the NHS because I haven't worked in it since I was elected. Um, yeah. So that's, um, that's about to start fairly soon. Very good. Very you're good. right. I mean, there's, um, there's a lot going on at the moment, as, as I'm sure everyone you know, understands. Um, lots of people writing into me in terms of you know, what, what we can do to help support people through this. And I think mm. the key the key message, and I just, just heard you already say, you know, obviously, I think hopefully everyone's getting a message, you know, just just stay at home. But um, as, as important as it is to save lives, and that's our absolute number one priority, we also need to make sure that people's livelihoods are preserved. And that's why I'm so pleased about the, assign- the announcements that the Chancellor made this evening about the support package for the self-employed. Yeah, um... A lot of people, uh, including the shadow chancellor, complaining, as you would expect, uh, about the fact it's not going to be available until about the end of June. But there are measures in place if you are in dire need, aren't there? Yes, well, there's there's two things to to talk about here. One is that HMRC is working absolutely flat out. I mean, we've, in the past few weeks, we have released announce what is the most comprehensive package to support people financially. You know, one of the, the best packages across the world. We are in completely uncharted territory. We're making huge changes and provisions to support people. And everyone's working as hard as they can to, to get things going forwards. Um, although the money won't be re- available till June, it will be backdated to the 1st of March. Um, the, the support that people get so in March, April, May will be covered. People can apply for universal credit if they're in the hardship at the moment, and I know many people are in quite a lot of hardship at the moment. Uh, and through universal credit, you can get a cash advance um, pretty much straight away once you've gone through the universal credit process. 
Um, and again, you know, the Department of Work and Pensions is working absolutely flat out as well to the process universal credit claims. We've had half a million uh, claims come up recently. It's, claims have increased tenfold. And they're reallocating people across the department, bringing in more people to make sure that they mm. can cope uh, with the pressure going forwards. Have you got any idea, Ben, how long you think this is going to go on for? Well, I mean, I, I hear what I'm, I'm sure, you know, most of you and your listeners hear, which is from, uh, you know, the advice that we're getting from our experts. I mean, the last thing that I heard from the, the most recent press conference is that hopefully we'll be through the worst of it in terms of the, the peak infections within the next two to three months. And this um, package for the self-employed uh, to, at the moment is, is laid out for the next uh, three months, but... Obviously, the Chancellor has also said the options of extending it depending on how things go. Mm. I mean, what we you... all hope is that um, what we all hope is that with the measures that we're taking now, and these are you know huge measures. It's not just financial, but also what everyone is doing in terms of staying at home and the changes to their lives will make you know will reduce the rate of infection, allow our NHS to get on with things and cope with um, people becoming sick, and ultimately save, you know, potentially hundreds of thousands of lives, and we've all got our part to play in this. Mm. But you don't think we're going to have to be stuck in our homes for three months, do you? I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, ultimately, this is down to the advice that we're getting from our, our medical experts. I mean, the chief medical officer and the chief scientific advisor are absolute, you know, mm. super world-class experts in their fields. We've got to follow what our scientists are saying in terms of how we should approach things. So it's 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 you know, it's following their plan uh, and mm. hopefully things will, you know, will go in the right direction. I mean, is there something more that the government are not telling us about this virus? I mean, we've had many viruses and uh, pandemics before. We've never, ever uh, gone to this uh, extreme to fight it. Well, I think the government have been um, incredibly transparent uh, around what we're doing. I mean, just uh, about two or three days ago, all the scientific evidence which the advisors have, which has been guiding the response, has been released. And if you're a bit geeky like I am, you can go online and read, read for all the stuff. And what's, what's quite interesting about it is you can see the just very difficult decisions that we've had to take in terms of balancing our approach and how we go about tackling it. How long can we afford to uh, keep paying people's wages? Well... At the moment, the absolute priority is to save lives and to support our NHS. And that's what, you know, that's what everyone's focusing at the moment. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Uh, right, shall we uh, talk to, uh, I think, is Simon in Bolton? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, good evening, uh, gents. Just for you, Ash, I think you're on about Mitchells and Butler, but that's not what I rang about. Mitchells and um, Butler, yeah, M&B pub, yeah. Yeah, I was born and bred in Birmingham, but I live in Bolton now. Uh-huh. What I rang up about, gents, is um, 11 years ago this this uh, this year, on Mother's Day, uh, my son, Jonathan, 25, he passed away in hospital, and oh, the doctor yeah. and nurses fought for over an hour to save his life, and I'm quite emotional, to be honest. And... Um, they also got me through two strokes. And I've been outside tonight and clapped my hands till the red roar. And I cried my eyes out. And uh, I've watched some of it on, on, uh, on the news as well. I just think it just shows how proud I am to be British. And the good people of Britain just shows how much thought they've got for the NHS. And God bless them. And please, people, mm. take the government's advice and do what they're telling us to do. 
yeah. please. Mm. You know, so just, just, I just thought I'd share that with you, James. No, I, I thank you very much, Simon. In fact, um, I'm so sorry to hear about your son. Um, and I got a, a just a photograph sent to me just now from a friend of mine, and uh, she took it of herself. She's in tears because exactly the same thing. She said she couldn't believe the emotion of hearing just people close and in the distance all clapping at 8 o'clock this evening. Well, you see, what makes it worse, I mean, he's got a son now, he's, he's, he's 12, I mean, I can't go and see him, obviously, because of this. And uh, it's very, it's been very difficult. And, uh, you know, me and my wife, you get through it. I'm ex-forces veteran. It takes a lot to make me cry. And the only two times I've cried, well, three times, is when I lost my son, my parents, and when I got married. And again tonight, so that makes four. But I'm proud anyway, James. And just people, please, please take the advice. And God bless you, James. And you, Ash, take care both of you, please. Simon, look after yourself. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed for, for calling. Nice to talk okay. to you. Bye, Bye, man. Bye, Simon. Bye. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Let's talk to James Johnson. That's a really good name for a DJ, isn't it? Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James, good evening to you. Polster and former Downing Street advisor. Yeah. Hello. Well, I was going to say that. Point on the DJ front. And DJ. And DJ too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Um, polling expert we were going to talk to you about, but if you want to tell us uh, your, your favourite set as a DJ, let me know. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> just the numbers from me. It's just the numbers, hang on, man. Hang on. What's happened, man? No, hold on. Lulu! Lou! Oh, the dog's got his chocolate. Come on, in here. There's a good girl. No, well, they, they get a little bit sometimes... Uh, Sorry, James, he's got his dogs with him because he's been uh, sealed yeah. off from the rest yeah. of the world. All right. No, Lulu, no, you're not to do anything. I'll take you out when we finish. I don't want to have to clear, you know, stuff up. Mm. Anyway, um, apparently, according to polls, James, we'll do the serious bit now and then uh, uh, find out what you had for tea later. Um, polls reveal today people are still ignoring the government's advice. Well, how can this be? Because mm. every time you turn the TV on, mm. they're running some little advert to, as to what you have to do. Yeah, so the, I think the first thing to say is that, you know, the numbers of people who are following the, um, the guidelines are very high. So, you know, we're looking at sort of 90% or so of people no longer meeting people outside their immediate household. Uh, 93% are, are washing their hands more than usual and for longer, 92% not shaking hands or hugging. But obviously, you know, that's not 100%. And there are some uh, people who are still um, still not following them. Um, and uh, actually, when you look at it in numbers terms, it's quite a lot. So mm. in the polling that we uh, that my firm did today, um, you know, we've got 4 million people saying that they're still going to the shops when not absolutely necessary. Um, we've got uh, three and a half million people saying that they're still seeing people outside of their immediate family um, and uh, two and a half million people saying they're not washing their hands any more any more often or, or for longer than they were before. So, you are know, they the numbers are quite high. Mm. Are I, they completely mad? Well, I saw a text before saying, oh, the, the, much more people die of the normal flu than this flu, and they're not quite understanding it, and they're saying, well, so it's not important. That's what some people are not... And some people are just horrible people, aren't they? You see them out on the streets anyway, wouldn't care about what's going on. So we looked at who these 
people were, and and they are overwhelmingly uh, younger, so sort of you know eighteen to thirty five, um, and they're overwhelmingly male. So seventy percent of them are male, only thirty percent of them are female. Um, and uh, we also asked we asked them to come up with a reason. So you know we asked why, um, and uh, the biggest one they chose, the number one reason they they chose was I'm doing it safely. Um, so you know they sort of think that they're they're doing it in a safe manner and then the second second most chosen reason was i need to do so for, for my own well-being and the third one was it's my risk so i will decide what i do so i think what we're seeing here is that it's quite self-centered reasons it's people putting their own interests first um uh, and actually only three percent of them which is a tiny number if you consider that this is a small group anyway only three percent of them said that they hadn't heard about the government advice so it's not that they don't know the measures it's that mm. they're sort of going out of their way to take a self-interested view mm. they're just being bloody minded it, se- it seems that way i mean it's yeah. quite interesting because you know usually in, usually in polling you know people people sort of aren't fully fully truthful but they could have very easily blamed the government but instead they've sort of fessed up and uh, and and you know strikingly 15 percent of them also said you know, we can't let this virus defeat us. So the message is not really sinking in. And it's probably worse, like you say, because a lot of them will have lied and said they are doing it, but not doing it as well. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or people will think they're doing it. People will think they're following the measures, but actually they might be taking a few shortcuts. Well, the roads are very quiet, aren't they? I must confess, the roads seem to be it is definitely quiet. Each day it is lowering now. I mean, you know. yeah, and look, I mean, I think you know, all of this has to be you know prefaced with that point that you know that ninety percent of people are following these measures, and you know, I think we saw with the you know clapping for the NHS earlier this evening. You know, there is obviously mm. a great sense of public unity, and if you look at the US public, you know, over in America, you know, they are much more divided on on the virus. You know, like about forty percent of voters. Sort of in the US think it's uh, think it's a real problem, and forty percent don't. You know, we t- we don't see anything like that here. It I think that's because of the NHS. You know, it sort of unifies mm. because we have an NHS. It focuses our unification rather than the actual virus. It's the NHS part. I think that's right. And I mean, even when I was doing research before this all kicked off, I'm, I was in uh, I think it was Darlington doing a focus group. You know, research study in uh, January. And uh, we were discussing, you know, the NHS and how important it was. And this, and, and someone turned to me there and said, you know, the NHS, it's in our blood. And that quote has always stuck with me because that really does just sum up the British people's view of the NHS. It's not just a thing. It's not just a concept. It's not just a, an organisation. It, it is them. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Well, a voice call is more dangerous than a text message, I would have thought. Well, why are we asking people to call us? Do you know what? That's a good point. Maybe you should just Twitter us. Or text us. Or fax us. You two horrors can stay on the beach and chat up the birds all day. What does that mean? I don't know. Why will we talk to seagulls? My yeah. dogs have gone to sleep right down here. Wake them up. Should... Come on, dogs. No, no shush. Wake up. Shut Ash, do a knock on the door. See if you can make James his dog. No, don't do that. Only real men cry, you know that. Have you cried? Yeah, well, no, no. You know, I I believe real men don't cry. Now go backwards, and then go forwards and jump, and down to the knees, and swivel, and pirouette, and backflip. It's like there's two types of music, good music and bad music. Yeah, but that's in the... uh, And country and western. It's just a numbers, man. What's happened, man? Lulu, Lou. Oh, the dog's got his chocolate. I don't know which one of them's done a little wee on the carpet. Sam, Phil, which one are you? Sam. It's Sam's got that guilty look on his face. 
That was uh, the clips for today, the worst of Whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.